be okay with what you're being paid and move forward. Because if you're constantly just looking at your paycheck and thinking that you left more meat on the bone, somehow you might be right. But man, it, it hits a wall because you're just not, if, if you're first. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Uh, we'll, we'll get this rolling in like a formal introduction. Uh, so we're on the Solar Pros group with Cody and Sonny. Um, if you've been on this group for anything over like two weeks, you should probably know who we are, especially Sonny, because he's the admin. Um, welcome, Sonny, for, for people that are just maybe new to the group or, or just haven't interacted with them much. Kind of give us a little introduction to who you are, and we'll go from there. Yeah, you bet. No, I, I think most people know that, um, you know, obviously we're, we're all inside this group where we all sell solar somehow. You're either consultant or an owner or installer, but your profession is, is directly tied to the solar industry. Um, I've been in the solar industry since 2011, which, you know, is, probably on the longer end compared to most people, but doesn't mean anything because it's like our current environment always changing. So, um, you know, I've seen a lot, but, uh, you, you know, primarily what I do is I sell solar just like everybody else. And I'm also on the partner management team with Titan Solar Power. Uh, they're my installation partner and they've been awesome to me for almost four years. So just the owner was nice enough to, kind of, you know, bring my strengths in onto the team and and share that experience with with people in the group and and I just offer that as an option. It, it, I you know within the group it, it's designed to help people. So there are plenty of other EPCs, other installation companies that I know that are in the group that post their services, and I like that because it's not a, we're not gonna have a singular message inside Solar Pros except to lift each other up, to help one another get better and to connect the dots where there might be some missing information. And, and, in, it, and in my opinion, in a rising tide, all, all boats float. So that's, that's what we've created here. So that's, that's the agenda. So, yeah. and, and part of that is a podcast like this. I'm just, you know, really glad to share anything that I can that might help another person. And, and I know Cody, you're the exact same way. Yeah. So did, let, let's, let's start with this. Did you just grow up? And you're so Sunny's from Arizona. Did you just grow up wanting to do solar or how'd you actually get into the solar game? Cause 2011 is a long time. Oh, that's like really long. Yeah. Um, I, I, was in the mortgage business, residential mortgage business from 2001 until about halfway through 2009, almost 2010. And everybody knows what fiasco happened there. 
And I, and a couple of my good friends rode that, rode through that tough time and continue to do well and have now their businesses have prospered for another 10 years. But through that, like I would have Intel employees, W2, high credit scores, 25% down, not get a loan. And it was just like, what am I going to do with my life? I can't even get a paper to go through. And so it kind of came to a standstill. And really, I just, I took like a year off. Like I didn't, I mean, I basically day traded stocks for a year and, you know, gambled all day and rode that, uh, you know, just stress, you know, that, that's, that's, that's stressful watching your, you know, money go from green to red and just hoping, you know, just trying to get in at the right time. But, but then like I, you know, once I was ready to get back into like actually working, I was like, do I want to work for somebody? Do I want to start my own business? What like, you're just like wide open. And that's within this whole Corona thing. That's going to be one of the benefits of this is there are some people that were hating going to work every single day. They hated their job. They hated their boss, whatever. They get a chance to restart, recreate themselves, recreate whatever they're doing within their business, whatever. Like it's, it's a refresh. It is a, it is an opportunity. And it, the same thing happened almost 10 years ago for me. And I'd always been interested in solar. And to me, it just seemed kind of like a no brainer. Like, Oh, we live in Arizona. They're, why aren't more people doing this? And I went to a, um, they had a big solar exhibit here. I think it was by um, the American Solar Society or something. I don't, it's one of the bigger um, organizations. It wasn't uh, oh, the Arisia, but it was like a lot of merchants and installers and, and manufacturers there. And I went and that kind of got me intrigued. And then like, you know, um, and that was in 2011. And so I was like, yeah, I definitely want to do something in solar. And then summer 2011, there, there was a company here in Phoenix at the time called Varengo Solar, which was a call center. They did outbound, just straight up cold calling homeowners. And then they also did radio ads, TV ads, all for Southern California and New Jersey. So you had like these two, you know, opposite ends of America. Those were the two places that Rango installed. And 90% of that was in Southern California. And at the time, 2011 to 2013, Rango was actually Southern California's number one installer or number two, two solar city who eventually eclipsed them. But um, for a while they were number one. And I was on a team, I was hired to do inside sales. So these, these prospects would call in from a radio spot or a TV ad or maybe a mailer or even canvassing. If, a, if a, our best opportunities always came from door knocking and they would call in to another team, get qualified, hey, you own a house, you think you have at least a 700 credit score, it was pretty high. Um, you know, do you see yourself moving in the next 12 months? Just real basic stuff. And then they would pass them to my team, Inside Sales, which I was okay at it. You know, I wasn't the best on the team. Selling solar over the phone is actually, I think it's 
I think it's very difficult to somebody taken at the time. It was very difficult because it was a complete concept sale. It's not like you're there letting them hold a panel and showing them an inverter or just like any of their neighbors really even probably had solar. It's just all this idea and you're creating this idea. And so for me, it was hard. Like if number one on the team had 10 and the worst had zero or one, I was always like five or six, but I was good with people on the phone. Five or six sales people. a month or five or six sales a yeah. week? A month. That's still pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. back then, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure commissions were a lot lower back then than they are now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And it was so I was average at best, but I was good at being organized, good at following up and good with the customer. So on the phone. Huh. And so Varengo Management had an idea like, hey, why don't we create a team where if the out if the consultant in the home doesn't one call close that the next day you have a couple of people call those appointments and you position as a customer service call like hey was were they on time were they dressed professionally did they answer all your questions but really you're trying to find out why didn't they move forward and what if it was money related or something silly like maybe there was a personality conflict with the consultant or yeah we just thought the payment was too high well what did you think the payment should be like what were you expecting and if it was reasonable or we had to throw a little bit of cash you know to incent like we'd move them forward that next day and then split the commission with that consultant so the company Brango loved it because we Man, that's where I excelled and, and became awesome at that position. To the point I was managing a team of four, we were rocking, and then it became so successful that then, and then we were meeting with the managers and VPs, you know, on a weekly basis, by week, you know, a couple times during the week. They wanted to move that position and the whole team to Southern California, which I wasn't going to move. So. Then I was faced with getting back on the phones, but then right at that time, door opened, moved to Solar City in the in the summer of 2013. And then I spent, you know, another few years there learning, being an outside consultant, learning how to create self-gens, leveraging the referral, you know, taking advantage of what opportunities a customer might bring to you. And that's where, again, I really, really did well. And then I've been independent and owning my my own solar company my own sales org if you will since the spring of 2016 and and later on in 2016 because i went through a couple of really crappy installation partnerships like believe it or not because some of the some of you guys don't know that when it comes payday you have no idea that you actually not get paid or not get paid what you think you will and and that happened to me a couple of times and later on and in August of 2016 a friend had introduced me to Titan and man like that I mean it was a different world because the owner was helping me build proposals helping me get set up with the you know with Sunrun and the finance companies and, and 
showing me a different side of solar. I mean, really involved with me personally. But the one thing that it was consistent with Titan is what they said they would do, they did. And so there's never, I mean, starting number one, there was never an issue with hay, which then all of a sudden I got real confident. I wasn't like yeah. selling with like, oh, if I sell this, is it going to happen for you, Mr. Customer? And am I going to get paid? So you go from selling one or two a month because you don't, you don't want to put your heart into it. You're kind of like nervous to, you want to test the waters a little bit. And then ever since then, like, I just know, like, it, it it's a different perspective when you know when you tell a customer that it's going to be done xyz the way you tell them the way it's yeah. going to happen that it does happen for them so you know my business has flourished within within titan i've done very well uh personally and professionally and then so i just share that experience with people that yeah. they can also depend on and and there are other partners that people have that same level of confidence in and that's though those companies are the ones that are going to survive through this yeah you know? yeah yeah let's let's talk there's a, some really good threads i want to dive in there for a second so like the the thing i see with a lot of solar reps and this will be really relevant right now is i i came kind of from your background too i started with a bigger company you know worked my way up like went through that grind for years and years and years and then after a lot of experience, this dealer model came on board and started working more of the dealer model, right? Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I see people that are like, they just want to cut straight to the dealer model. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a wrong path. Um, what I'm seeing though is a lot of people just go straight to it. And then they get super frustrated with solar because they're like, I can't sell deals. It's frustrating with the, this, in, this installer is frustrating versus this one. Like, what advice do you have for these, these new people getting into solar? Like, should they, should they just go straight to the dealer model and get all those yummy commissions? Or should they just like be patient, like take the long route and kind of go through that, the process before you just head on in. And again, every, it's going to be different for everybody, but as a general practice, having seen a lot of that and seeing a lot of that in the solar group, what, what's your, uh, what's your experience on that? Well, I, I think that, you know, across the board, if, if your heart is in sales, there's always a part of us that's like looking, well, where can I make more? And that happens if you're a, a top salesperson and you start calculating like, oh gosh, if I was doing this for myself, I would have made so much more. That happens to sales organizations. They go, golf, I could make another nickel per kilowatt hour I, man, I'd make so much more multiplied by 12 months, multiplied by five years. Like, wow, that's so much, you know, but at some point you have to be okay with what you're being paid and move forward. Because if you're constantly just looking at your paycheck and thinking that you left more meat on the bone, somehow you might be right, but man, it, it hits a wall because you're just not, if, if your first question when you're speaking to an installation partner is what's your red line, like, I already know what you're thinking about. And I know that's important, but yeah. you don't care about the quality of the installation. You don't care how they 
you know, treat your customer because everything that Titan does reflects on me, you know, as a salesperson. And when 90% of my business comes from referrals, I mean, I'm kind of counting on everybody head to toe, keeping that in mind, how they communicate with the customer, how, you know, the insta installation teams, how they conduct themselves at the homeowner's, you know, their, their house, um, you know, what happens post-install, all those things rather than just, you know, how much, how much is the commission? Yeah. And it's like, this, this is one observation I've noticed is, is salespeople focus a lot on the value of money, but they totally miss the boat on the value of time. And for me, time's something I can't get back. So if something saves me time and saves me headache, that's my priority. And that's how I can scale and grow a business in my organization. Like money, I can always go find money. I can always get more sales. I can get it, but I can't yeah. find more time. So that's like, for me, the priorities is which organization or partnership that I have is going to value my time. That's my goal. The money, like I can always make more money. There's that's plentiful. Like literally the government just printed two, a trillion dollars of it, yeah. you know, like that. Yep. With, with flexibility to take the 6 trillion. You know, and then we try to process that where, you know, into, into time, you know, uh, if you were to take 1 trillion seconds, that equals 31,000 years. <laughs> so that gives you an idea of how much money they just created in, in thin air. But you're, you're exactly right. Is that you, if if something can make you your business faster so you can hungry, hungry hippo, more leads, more sales, like you'll make that up on the back end. So arguing about a nickel or even a dime sometimes, it's like you might have to learn the hard way that, yeah, you made more, you made more, but you actually made less because you couldn't get done. You couldn't do everything you need to do because you're you're in the weeds with your job pushing things along or you know having to fix problems so you're absolutely right yeah so, so getting back to your question is yeah there is some there is some anxiousness when somebody does really well for a month and then all of a sudden they're they're ready to open up their own sales you know solar company i me personally, I just don't think they're ready, you know, yeah. but I don't decide that. I just think, you know, they have to learn a lot the hard way. And where if you, if you stay on a team and can contribute and when you're done learning and you're done contributing and you're done teaching and like people can only build with other people. So yeah, you might not be making as much as you were if you own your own company, but you're also having to deal with everything, payroll, you know, uh, the administration stuff, like it'll slow you down from doing what you do best. And if somebody's, you know, setting up opportunities for you, like, how are you going to get those? I know that you would make more if you would have sold those in your own world, but how are those 20 appointments going to be put on your calendar every month? If you're doing everything by yourself, oh, you just run some Facebook ads. Well, good luck because that that's trial and error in in and of itself. So, yeah. 
Well, I, I, ha I have a couple burning questions. Yeah. Um, so, and this was, this was like originally when I came on the group, because there's, there's lots of solar groups out there. I'm a part of a couple to be really open about it. Like those other ones, like there's just not a culture to them. It's usually just like people posting to get stuff. Whereas like you've yeah. been able to maintain a good cult culture with a solar pros group. Like what the heck motivated you to start this solar group and just be so open and honest? Cause I think in, in sales, we kind of have this little, like, we have some dis mistrust issues with other salespeople granted like validly. So, so like maybe some people are thinking, Maybe Sonny has this group because he wants to benefit. Maybe he, like, why did, why did you start the group? What are your motivations behind it? Like, is, are there any personal ones? Or is it, or and maybe a few, but, like, kind of walk us through that. Yeah, you bet. No, um, well, the group is, you know, I have not monetized the group. So that way I, I feel authentic that there is no bias within the group. I try to be as honest and as forefront as I can. I don't, I really don't want an environment where people are bashing other companies or things going on because I don't know both sides of the story and I don't want to be put in the position of judgment. So we really try to keep it positive within our group and solar related. So it, you know, I'm pretty strict on who is allowed in the group, there better be some kind of evidence that you are actually tied to the solar industry if you send a request and it's not obvious that you are. Just because, again, I want to surround myself with people that, you know, that I can take coaching from and that are looking for coaching. I mean, one thing that I like about our group the best is if somebody, I, I want new people asking what I, as a nine-year veteran, I might consider an elementary question, but if they don't ask, I don't get the chance to teach, and then other people teach as well, so we all see different perspectives and learn, and then that person feels like now they've got a, a, a source where they can get in good quality information, and they get better, they get stronger, but the reason why I started the group in the fall of 2017 is, you know, at the time, there really wasn't many solar sales groups and there are others but i've i think i'm only a member of one other one and just i resigned out of the other ones because there's so much noise of self-promotion and people looking for things and just it's just really not a solar resource as far as i'm concerned and i think our group is but i started it at the time so i wanted to do more commercial projects and so I was trying to bring a lot of residential consultants together, and then we would elevate this this source that might you know my idea, but it didn't really like work out that way. It just became a great place to share, believe in the law of abundance, where helping you does not hurt me. And you know, I mean, I there's a couple of you know power groups within our group right here in phoenix but man they never hesitate to help me and i never hesitate to help them and that's exactly what i wanted you know yeah. and sometimes i'll even maybe even go heads up with that other organization but i know they're not slandering me because i know that's just not the type of people they are and and i don't do that to them so it's like like that's just really 
really the goal here is of course I want to earn that project. Mm -hmm. But if we get that customer to go solar, that's a victory. So our enemy is not one another. It's APS, SRP, yeah. Southern California Edison, you know, Nevada Power, like it's the utility. That's our, if we have an enemy, that's the enemy. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times I look at solar like the NFL or NBA, like we all have our different teams. And sometimes we compete against each other and sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. But yeah. as long as we keep it like, like the goal is for like the NFL as a franchise itself to do better than the MLB or whatever, you know. And uh, as long as we keep it civil, like, yeah, there's going to be competitions. But as long as we keep it civil and keep it good, like what ends up happening a lot of times is a company will go out of business or someone will be down their luck. And if you treated them well in a competitive situation, they'll be like, I actually liked working with that person. I want to go work yeah. with them. I've had that multiple times where I've had a competitor I've won or lost against and ended up working with them later because that conflict at the time was a little frustrating, but because we handled it well, we ended up working together. And it's kind of cool to like to see that. And I think that's kind of a lot of things you're alluding to is like, we're all in this together. Yes. It's like a game. We lose, we win sometimes, but as long as we yeah. like play the sport well, we all, we just all don't have to play it cutthroat. We don't have to be cutthroat. And, you know, and, and in some of the other, groups the solar groups like it, it's just an environment where people are a lot more defensive and willing to call somebody else stupid or i i just I, like there's enough of that on facebook that we don't have to do it in in this group because i want to yeah. keep people uplifted because in sales all you have is morale if you have high morale and maybe just you have somebody that's brand new, but they got high morale. I would rather take that person on my team than somebody that has been in solar for nine years and knows everything and has been around the block and they know how it's going to be and blah, blah, blah. Like, but they're negative. Like, no way. Like you need high morale. So we've got, and in order to have high morale, you need to be around people that are also positive and that, Hey, if you're, you need a little pick me up. They will do that for you. They will help you, you know, and yeah. you help them because we, you know, we all have bad days. You just want to avoid those people where every single day is a bad day. I mean, and that doesn't, you know, that's in, yeah. in solar, outside of solar. Nobody likes being around that type because you can feel it or negative. Yeah. No. And I, I'm like, just from my own perspective, I I'm grateful that you had the, foresight or luck or whatever you want to call it. I think it's foresight that you wanted to start a group really early on and that we have a culture there where it's giving back. Like I've seen, I've, I've been a part of some really awesome organizations and I can say like very confidently that some of the training that goes on in the solar pros group is some of the best training you can get. Like you'll, you should be paying, like some people should be charging lots of lots of money for that training and they give it away for free. And uh, people that don't yeah. take advantage of it are doing a huge disservice to themselves because um, it's free. Well, I, and, like, it's amazing. I mean, I've I've shared a lot, but so have you. So have a lot of people. And the, the, all the videos. Like, if you are new coming into solar, like I think Solar Pros, if you would take the time to digest the information, there is so much. Like you, like. You may not get the blueprint on how to build an empire, but how to make a great living, it's in the group. Like, yeah. it's right there. All your contacts, what you need to do, it's all laid out. 
you just have to spend the time to to pay attention to it yeah yeah like for me i could i not that i don't watch netflix but like it's more entertaining for me to scroll, scroll through groups and learn that way oh, yeah. than it is to and comment and engage um than it is to like just watch a movie because there's there's just so much there and it's so like random and dynamic um so i want to start wrapping this up just because we all have the tension of the goldfish and like <laughs> people have smaller than that because that's why we're in sales um but anything like any shout outs you want to do like anything you're working on projects you want people to know about or just what's going on you know um right now i think uh we're all in this position of learning to do different things a different way you know i i think we've all opened ourselves up to zoom and hangouts and join me but where I'm, where I'm having success selling solar is taking it back to 2011, selling on the phone. I never see them. They never see me. And building that trust, that rapport, the confidence just over the phone. So don't make it more complicated than it really needs to be. So if I have any advice to any owners out there, consultants is, like don't make it any more complicated than it needs to be you know scheduling a phone call presenting yourself presenting solar over the phone like it it doesn't need to be any more complicated than that you know if you want to do zoom and and join me and and hangouts like obviously those are awesome but not every prospect is just open to that where talking on the phone like they're open to that you know what i mean so yeah. my my piece of advice is like don't get so hung up in the technology because that that might not always fit them like it could be just as basic as a phone call but you know obviously my you know how i feed my family is selling solar so i'm right there in the trenches with most of you and you know secondary to that i'm you know there are a lot of sales orgs that are growing right now that we're having conversations with bringing them part of the Titan team and Titan's growing like crazy. Just added South Carolina, North Carolina in the last, you know, 45 days. So, you know, I've been in the process of learning the new utilities and, you know, learning, you know, some of the common hurdles in that area. So it's, I still think that solar is, if you're in sales or, you know, you're an entrepreneur, like, man, this is the place to be. Yeah. Because everyone's going to need electricity, period. Yeah. So uh, yeah, appreciate you taking time to do this, Sonny. And I, like whoever's listening to the end of this, I, I would highly, highly like encourage you to just DM Sonny or even put it on the board. Just thank you for him. I, I manage a couple local Facebook groups that are not solar related. Um, but it's a lot of work <laughs> to do a group. Um, and a lot of times it's drama as well. And so like, it's not like they just have these groups and they run themselves. Like you have to approve memberships. People have questions. People like, just because you're the admin, they think you're like the end all be all for authority and they just message you random stuff. And so it does require a lot of work and I'm sure there's like some it's kind labor of labor love. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is like some kind of compensation in the fact that like you have brand recognition out there. Um, but other than that, a lot of it's just out of the goodness of the heart and a lot of people that ask those questions, we actually never make money off of in these groups. So like, just, just keep it no. that in mind and don't like, 
a thank you goes a very, very long way. So don't hesitate to like write a quick message, just say thanks, um, because that means a lot to the, the people that work behind the scenes without any, any recognition. So, and I just appreciate, I appreciate that, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. So I think, I think that's all for us. We'll wrap, wrap this up. It'll also be on podcast form um, if you guys want to check it out. But either way, it's just, it's fun to like, we do have a little more, we're super busy. We have a little more downtime, but it's fun to have these conversations just to get to know Absolutely. the faces of the industry. And uh, anyway, 